like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... This is how the show is going to start. Hey, Some- what are you, asshole? You yeah, so- asshole. You know what's funny? I can't hear it at all. It's peaceful and serene in you know my what? tiny little cave. Shush sure you. Is. You know what? No, actual <laughs> cold open that is not that jackass who's deciding to rev his engine. Yeah, no. what a jerk. Right. The cold open I, podcast mom, wanted to tell was that scientists have discovered a complete protein found nowhere on Earth that fell from space. Space protein. Space protein. Hint yeah. at planet's origin. How fucking exciting is that so what they oh think God, now it's is like space hot dogs space <laughs> hot dogs it is also space hot dogs from space it is also made from space animal parts that go unnamed S- yeah, space processed. lips and space assholes <laughs> yeah all, all, all put together in a big space colon in a big <laughs> in a big chewy space colon that snaps when you bite into it mm, you want that casing that snap before the assholes hit your tongue so anyway, so um, thanks for that cold open, dear. Space hot dogs. So anyway, the research results revealed a quote very high extraterrestrial DH ratios, uh, deuterium hydrogen ratios. Oh, nice. Sure, which sure. suggests a protein could have come from a period before the solar system coalesced. The guy okay, is now zooming that by. I definitely heard. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay. Damn, that asshole's been revving his engine like a jerk for the last ten minutes. But yeah, anyway, that was very loud. So yeah. Protein could have come from a period before the solar system coalesced into the protosolar disk or even earlier. How fucking exciting from oh my before God. the sun was born. <laughs> it's ancient space hot dogs. Ancient it's, space uh, colon. The Big Bang from whence everything came, specifically space hot dogs. <laughs> oh, maybe, the space hot dogs. Maybe the Big Bang came from the the aftermath of somebody eating a space hot dog. Yeah. And it's just explosions farts. out of their assholes. So can I tell you guys a special story? Sure. sure. Uh, Bob's a space asshole. So no, uh, well yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when I when I was younger in college, I did some math and I determined that I really it, thought you just said I did some math. No, 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 math, math not math. That's very different. I, when I was younger, I did some math. Look, when I, I was a young a man, dog. I liked to do meth and do math because I thought it was funny. It was so great. I do it uh, so fast. Yeah. I, I was could, a genius. I could crunch. I could crank that calc faster than anybody. No. So I was <laughs> That's like. That's a porno. That's a math porno. Crank that calc. Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I determined that if I had got, if I could manage to get myself into space and throw a turd out away from the sun that turd would survive the uh the destroy like the end of the universe when the when the sun goes like red giant envelops the earth okay so everything dies except your poops yep yeah yeps yeps yeah you were definitely doing math that's definitely true (laughs) these are yeah these are the these are the mathematicians uh, uh, the mathematics of of a meth mind yes (laughs) and and speaking of meth minds Hi. Hi! I was like, it's harder to like cue you. So I'm aggressively like, nodding. Vanessa, pay attention. Welcome I see to you. The- I see you. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and drink thematically appropriate beer. 
And this week we do it whilst in separate homes. Yes. Yes, we uh, are telecommuting the podcast. I hope you cannot tell, but if you can, fuck you, I don't care. Yeah. We are being safe. Well, yeah, we're doing the best we can, just yeah. like everyone else. That's I'm sure right. it's fine. Unless those, unless you're one of those ding-dongs that's all being all cavalier, in which case, here's my PSA. Stay the fuck home. Yeah. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for other people. Yeah, man. Need you to stay, stay, stay safe, the fuck stay indoors. Home. Yeah. What well, was that guy who was like, uh, if God wants you to die, you're going to die. <laughs> I hope that guy no. dies. Anyway. <laughs> the, sure. Yeah. Sure. Doesn't seem right. No. Well, that, that's what he said as he cavalierly walked into a retail shop store. in Hollywood. So start just licking the shelves. Yeah, I've got it. That guy three that was licking later, all that stuff in that like, store got arrested. Yeah, he did. Yeah, three weeks later, the news is like, this guy's dead. Yep, and then everyone's like, hooray! Yeah, we got him. <laughs> I guess God wanted him dead. Yep. <laughs> God came for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Stupid. So this oh week, we are not talking about uh, COVID-19. We are no. not talking about uh, isolation or quarantines. Oh, no, no, no. We are talking about what we all wish we could be doing is driving down that long road oh. of roads. Down on a road. <laughs> and we're going to tell you about Haunted Roads, which is a listener yeah. suggestion brought to us by Jessica. Listen you got to wait Jessica. and got to keep going down the Long Boom. black road. I was like, I hope this nope. was not a call response because I was like, I don't know this song. I, yeah, no, it's, it's ELO, you animals. I don't know ELO. Yeah, that's fine. Bob. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, we decided we were going to stick with what we had originally scheduled because okay. everything around us is falling apart. And we sure. were like, nope, we had a schedule. We're going to stick to it. We're going to try and keep things as normal as possible. Doing it yep. for you guys. Um, but we just have to do I it with, like, with RoboTuna. Yeah, the podcast... And the podcast is a distraction, I feel like, for most people. So we're just here to distract you with some stupid voices and some fun ghost stories, just like every week. Yeah, man. Yeah. We are no different. But even though right now my view of tuna is through a computer. I know. It's also, I can't get my phone any higher, so it's a lot of boob. It is a lot of boob. (laughs) I propped my phone up to be higher, and I keep trying to slouch slouch down. No, don't slouch. But it just makes it worse. (laughs) It's no good. Look, it's fine. We've been friends long enough. I know what your boobs are like. They're right there. Next week, I know. Next week, I'll record in a turtleneck. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, so I'm first this week. So my haunted road is the listener suggestion, which is Dice Road. Dice Road. Dice Road. Dice Road. A, a gambling yeah. man's road. Yeah. Dice. Give this man his money. I'm a ramble, a rambling man. <laughs> this is a musical episode for me. I got all the songs. <laughs> Stupid. Um. So Dice Road is in Michigan. It seems to be in what I assume is Saginaw County, Michigan. That's how I've always sure, said it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, which is like if Michigan's a mitten, it's yeah. like the like the butt thumb clench part? of the thumb of the mitten is okay. where it is. Sure, okay. It's in the butt crack of the thumb. Of is the it mitten. by Detroit? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up I where this one road is. I don't give a shit about Detroit. I didn't look that up. Fuck you, Detroit. <laughs> it's in a rural section of mid-Michigan. Mids, descriptive mids Wikipedia. Michigan. Okay. Um, it the So Dice Road is only 13 miles long. And the reason that it's so famous within Michigan is because on this 13-mile stretch, there's three separate haunted locations. Shit. Crazy. 
Um, so the first location we're going to talk about today is what used to be the Iva General Store. That's IVA General Store. Okay. I'm sure the people so, in the Tri-County area know all about Iva General oh Stores. God, I'm sure. Sold oh, all also, the generals. Also, here, let's get this. Let's see. Oh, yeah. oh, that was good. I heard the crackage of that. that was, yeah. That's going to be really loud. <laughs> um, I normally don't have liquids in here, so I'm like very, <laughs> very, like, very, very <laughs> Stay on the table. Um, so, yeah. So, Iva was a small town that like started to be built up in the early 19 or 1800s. Mm. Um, and then it kind of shut down in the late 1800s to early 1900s um, because the town was uh, overrun by, by first- werewolves. Ants. No, by f- in keeping with modern times, by first an outbreak of smallpox. Oh, oh God. Okay, an outbreak okay. of diphtheria. Okay. And then an outbreak of malaria. The poops. The p- <laughs> Triple poops, right? Tri- Triple poops. The, poops. the poops, the poops, and the poops. poops. It should be called Poops Road. <laughs> yeah. The scratchy poops, the coffee poops, and the poops. And the poopy the poops. poops. That's, that's the name um, of... Uh, they should have called it Deuce Road. Oh, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stupid. Triple deuce road. <laughs> the triple deuce. <laughs> so, so with all these outbreaks, they like couldn't contain them. The town kept getting overrun by disease after disease. Oh, so no. they eventually were like, "We gotta fucking start from scratch. Pretend <laughs> so we gotta nuke and pave this bitch. There's too many poop much. diseases around so they here." Burned everything. They burned like the homes, the churches. Jesus. Oh my god! People's personal belongings. A lot of the dead bodies because Ooh. they were like, "We just gotta get this disease out of here." Yeah. And the only building that survived was this building that used to be the post office slash general store slash like it was a place people used to go and hang out because in the early 1900s there was, there was nothing to fucking do. No, there was Joke's no Jokes on you. It was the only place that had a working toilet. That's where the disease came from. <laughs> yep. But yeah, we I was kept like, it. Why didn't they burn it down? If people yeah. were gathering there, I feel like that's the first place you burn. No, that's the <laughs> only place they cleaned. That's the thing. They're like, oh, the they rest were, of the town is oh, all full but, of poop. Uh, f- from, our, from our previous episode, I did look it up. Uh, polio is fecal oral, so people were eating poop and getting polio. <laughs> there we go. All right, there you go. There you and go. diphtheria. Now, yeah. Uh, right. So let's assume that was also happening here. This okay. General store was just serving like poop let's burritos. Everybody's running around eating their own turds. Yeah, it was basic. It was like the typhoid Mary of the town. It was like where everything spread out from. But they didn't burn it down. It was the only building left. Okay. So then it was converted into a residence, and then I don't know, like twenty years ago. This couple bought the house, did a complete refurbishment on it because it, but they were like, this is so cool. This house was originally built in 1845. So it's an old ass house. Yeah. So they redid all the inside. And while they were redoing it, they kept like having weird things happen to nice. them. Um, so, so like they were, they would like be working with power tools and the tools would like shut off or like turn themselves on for no reason. That is the and opposite the, of power tool. I know. And the owner, whose name is Mike Midcalf, he was like, it must be the old wiring. So then he redid all the wiring in the house and everything nope. still kept happening. Jesus. And then him he and his redid wife com- the whole house. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, well, this was, shit's haunted. Yeah. It's, I, he had to bring it up to code. Yeah. <laughs> that knob and tube. Oh, Mike wiring. came in. There's all, it's all knob and tube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the walls are full of poops. I don't um, understand. Knob and poo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. So, but at, so he was like, I definitely fixed everything. There's no reason this shit should still be happening, but it is. And even to this day, like weird stuff happens. They say that the most common thing is that 
their like washing machine, which is down in like the basement area, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night turns itself on, fills itself up with water, and then shuts itself off. Oh, Ew. it's yeah, like it a toilet run. where people are gonna go make their poops. Go, or they're trying to like wash their hands. Oh, <laughs> like we need water. <laughs> I know all about washing hands now too. I know. Twenty so seconds. The, sing the you know, happy birthday song. <laughs> Um, so this guy, Mike, and his wife, they still live there. They're like, yeah, it's definitely haunted. We tried to ignore it at first, but eventually we had to be like, nope, there's definitely other fucking people living here. Mm. But they were like, they've never damaged anything. They've never like come after us personally. So we're They fine just want to fuck so with your water bill? With yep. <laughs> I, get I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like really big, pretty good lakes in the area. So I feel like maybe water is not at a premium for them. Uh. True. I mean, Michigan, that's got a real big lake. Yeah. That's Isn't that ha- like land of a thousand lakes or something? No, that's, that's Minnesota. Minnesota. Land of 10,000 sure. lakes. Okay. Get it right. Land of Jesus mittens Christ. and some great lakes. Yes. Yeah, there are two the, mittens, two and mittens greatest, in that area. And the greatest of And the greatest lakes. of all lakes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the best. Um, so that's the Iva General Store. So that's one location that is haunted. So the second location is, um, they call it the poltergeist of the, I'm going to assume it's the Pomeranian. Hanging Pomeranian, Pomeranian. That's what Pomeranian I thought. house. The yep. Pomeranian house. It's the dog house. That. Yep. So in seventy four and seventy five, nineteen seventy four and nineteen seventy five, okay. the Pomeranian family lived in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, just all and they were like troubled by a poltergeist. So and it's the seventies. So like there are newspaper articles about it. There are um, like police reports about it when oh, they would shit. like call the police out for stuff. There's like fire reports about it. Oh my god! So there's a lot of actual evidence you can pull up and like see. Like, you know, oh, contemporary evidence of what was going on. It made my stove explode. <laughs> kind of. We're going to get to it. Ooh. Um, so it started in 74 when um, the Pomeranian family kept calling the police to be like, we have prowlers that are like around our house. And sometimes it'd be in the middle of the day and sometimes it'd be at nighttime. There was like no rhyme or reason to it. Mm-hmm. But they'd be like, someone is pounding on the doors. Someone is pounding on the walls. Um, Like sometimes it seems like it's almost the interior walls and not the exterior walls, but we can't figure out what it is. The prowlers are getting into our walls. (laughs) Yeah. The prowlers are coming from inside Inside the house. house. (laughs) So they, they kept calling the police out so much so that the police started like, like a little bit like putting a sting operation on the house where they would observe the house without telling the Pomeranian family that that's what they were doing. So they would... They would like get a call and they're like, oh yeah, they're complaining about like pounding from the front door. And they're like, we're staring at the house. There's no There's one at nothing. the front door. Ooh. But we from a car down the street can hear the pounding. Oh shit. No shit. Yeah. So then the police started like, we're going to go inside the house and like investigate here. And they would like hear the noises. And these are such loud. It's not just like someone bang, bang, bangs on a door. It's like, it's knocking things off walls. It's like knocking dishes out of cupboards. It's like really violent banging. Wha- and Somebody's the police are like, we have no idea what's uh. going on. Oh, yeah. It um, was, was it potentially ghost wall fucking? Maybe. I bet it is. Like a ghost fucking a wall? Like it's really <laughs> No, sexy two wall. ghosts fucking within the within walls. Within the walls. They're in incorporeal the wall. form. The also, can the wall also be involved? I would like the walls a to like get a little action wall? on this as well. Sure. I mean, look, I think a, a, walls are a neglected group of really horny parts of your house. So. <laughs> yeah. you, right? Yeah. So might as well. There yeah, and this is an interesting walls. threesome. Love is love. Love is love. 
Um, so then things started to escalate past the banging to like some fires. Oh God. And the first one was reported in March of 75 when the Pomeranian family called um, the police because the they were getting ready to go to church for Ash Wednesday. So the whole family's like getting ready and then suddenly like something's on fire in the bathroom. Oh. And they go into the bathroom and again, very topical, the toilet roll is on fire. Not their toilet paper! Just the toilet paper. The toilet, the toilet paper is on fire and it's like going up very quickly. It's like catting, catching the curtains on fire. It's like spreading upwards. Well, it's the and 70s, it, so everything's made of plastic too. Oh, yeah. Well, so the whole bathroom is melted. I know. It's all laminate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it burns itself out and then like the fire people come in and investigate and they're like, it burned itself out, but like the tube, the like inner part of is unscorched. It has ash on it from the burned toilet paper. But it's still but like it's a It's not on fire. <sighs> Um, which what is crazy. And so they said the fire marshal's actual like report, which again, you can read online, says, uh, quote, that the, the burning roll of toilet paper, like the burning of this roll of toilet paper was, quote, uh, next to humanly impossible. Whoa. They were basically like, this isn't how fire works. No. <laughs> and, then they, and then they were like, we're going to take other toilet paper to the lab and like do experiments and see if we can recreate <laughs> this it. This is just a special roll of toilet paper. We're going to Sherlock this bitch and like have all the science r- yeah. floating around their yeah. heads. Because they were like, the amount of oxygen that's in between the layers and like to not light the inner roll. They had all these fucking like sciencey reasons for how the toilet paper would not burn this way. This was like the scientists greatest week ever they're like oh my god i get a really fun project how do i make this toilet paper there was one toilet paper scientist like this is my time they said there was nothing left to know about toilet paper but i would prove them wrong this is like how bill nye got started yes investigate (laughs) the toilet paper episode one yeah toilet paper um so it like so much so that they were like, okay, well, the family obviously staged this. And the family was like, we'll take a polygraph test. Like, we didn't do this. And then they started to have other little fires that popped up here and there. And then one day when everyone was out of the house, their house exploded into like flame. What? And they, they destroyed most of the house. And when the fire marshal came through, they were like, the point of origin was within the walls at this weird seam in the wallpaper in like the living room. What the hell? I thought you were going to say it was from the toilet paper <laughs> wall. <laughs> it was actually it inside was, the toilet. It was in the basement where they stored the extra toilet paper rolls. <laughs> no, it was like in the wall, but it wasn't by any wiring or anything. They were like, we have no idea how, and it like exploded so quickly. Like it wasn't like a general catching fire. They were like, fire doesn't behave this way. Oh, Satan um, fire so that does. family moved out of the house because it had all burned well, it up. I was like, there's like, no house left. And they were like, we're done with it. So how they appropriate the that house. a city known entirely for poop related diseases had exploding toilet paper. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, uh, they moved out of the house. New couple came and bought the land, like rebuilt the house. And they lived there for a long time. And they were like, yeah, we've never had anything weird happen. Like, I don't know what these other people are claiming. Like, it all seems fine to us. Well, I guess there is that the house came with this one antique radio that didn't burn up in the original fire. Oh. Um, and that like turns itself on all the time and like plays weird programs that aren't actually on the air and like has static and stuff. No, That's not no, weird. it does not play things that are not on the radio. Well, and what's really weird about it is like we're it's very old, so we're concerned about the wiring. So we've never plugged it in. It just turns itself no, on. No. And the family was like, oh, that's nothing not weird. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> Bob's like burned the new house down at this point. Yeah. I, why would you keep that? Why would you keep that item? I, like, oh, it's not plugged in. It's old wiring. It just turns on and all this. It turns itself it's on totally and turns normal. on programs that don't exist. Yeah. It to- turns on like, plays some- programs that aren't like currently airing. Like it's airing shit from Howdy back in the Doody 70s, times. maybe. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. I love it. Everything's fine. Nothing weird. Well, well actually, I know. That's Idiot. the Midwest for you, though, right? Yes, They're it like, is. Everything's oh, fine. There is the unending sense of dread in every room, but, you know, it's not a big deal, you know. Uh, it's just you half were Skyrim. I know, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim, you guys. <laughs> I am super deep into my Skyrim replay, although I did just order uh, the entire Bioshock collection, so okay. that's where I'm going next. All right. Anyway. Uh, um, okay, so back to my Dice Road haunting. So then the third story... Is the longest and the most involved, but I also think the most interesting. So that's why we saved it for last, even though it's like the middle one in the road. Okay. Um, but it's the story of the. Oh, there we go. It's the story of the Dice Road Cemetery and the ghost of Anne Rhodes Millerton. Ooh, that's a great um, Midwestern yeah. name. And this is Rhodes. like again, this is an actual story. They can prove it. They have like historical documents. Like the town is like this legit really happened. Oh. Um, so we start our tale in 1816. Okay. Young Anne is five years old, and she's living with her mother and father and her three sisters in Italy. Ah, lots of One pizza day, hands going on there. her dad did too many pizza hands, yep. went a little crazy, and burned the entire house with all of his family inside of it. Oh, oh my God. He was a, a literal fire. pizza oven. There's a lot of fire happening here. Yeah. yeah. He left um, so dad goes crazy. No one knows how Anne got out. Um, oh, she got out. She was definitely in the house with the rest of the family. She was the youngest of the family. Um, They're more wiggly. She, I know. And she never talked about it. So people weren't sure like if she remembered or if she like understood. She's five. So yeah. like mm-hmm. she might have moved on from it. Right. So or just repress the her dad shit goes out of crazy those and memories. Kills her entire family. Um, she moves in with her aunt, who's her mom's sister, um, who lives in Michigan, who lives in Saginaw, Michigan. Okay. Um, and she changes her last name to, uh, Rhodes, which is her mom's maiden name. So her aunt's name. Mm -hmm. Um, so that no one could like find out that she came from this horrible family story. Right. Um, so she lives there. They like are super rural, this part of Michigan at this point. Her aunt lives in like the middle of the fucking wilderness. Um, where they're surrounded by the local Indian tribe, the Sac, S-A-U-K, Sock? Sock. 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 The Sock tribe. Um, and they become really friendly with the Sock tribe and they like, they trade and they like, they sort of almost live together as if they're all family. Um, Mm. they get along super well. Oh, that's kind of almost unheard of. Well, yeah. I mean, it's one woman and this young girl living in the wilderness surrounded by the tribe. So I'm... You know, like yeah. you are we're trying to now. take anything from each other. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, like if we like, if we if we just give it some time, the smallpox will get him, dear. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we just gotta live through the smallpox and then the diphtheria yeah, and diphtheria. then the malaria and then the fires will start. And then, but you know what? Oh sorry, sweetie. I know you got a fire problem, so we'll just ignore <laughs> that part. It's fine. Just push it all down. Just repress the shit out of that. You'll be fine. It's very That's Midwestern. That's how we do it here in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Anne befriends a young Indian boy in the tribe, and they become like best friends. They grow up together. They do everything together. And his name is Dark Hawk. Mm-hmm. 
No, and his Justice, name is not Dark Hawk. Yeah, because they're a He's Native my, American tribe. His name was like something in the Sox language that roughly translates into Dark Hawk. So he was basically a superhero in the in the Sock tribe. Yeah, because like there was probably are. another guy who was like six shoes. You know, like yeah. not everybody gets to be fucking Dark Hawk. That's a pretty banging name. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. But like, don't think- don't fall in love with him. We don't like Dark Hawk. Oh, okay. Okay. We're gonna get to it, but d- don't like. Okay, him. so don't just say, "Oh, cool name, bastard asshole." Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um. So just as an example for like how close these families were, so like over the years, Stella uh, Anne's aunt like had told the tribe like, "This is how I got uh, Anne. This is her backstory. Like, this is what she went through." And the tribe was like, "Oh yeah, we can tell. Like, there's a like profound darkness within her." Like, that's probably oh. just because she, her dad was crazy. Yeah. So they started She's making her this, it. like, special herbal blend of tea that was supposed to, like, help her sleep Celestial better seasoning. and, like, stop yeah. the nightmares. Smooth and they used move. to make this for her all the time. Smooth <laughs> <laughs> You asshole. It's just, just, just all poop jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> it was not poop tea. Okay, so you made her smooth move. You made her nice tea to help her sleepies because they're friends. Sure. Okay, smooth move. Yes. <laughs> so I hate you so much. So, uh, so then the you know they just have this wonderful little life together, and then puberty hits, and oh no. Anne is hot. Oh. And Dark Hawk is like, fuck yeah, that's my best friend. I'm gonna marry that girl. Because like, that's what everyone thought was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Their family is so ingrained in the tribe at this point. Right. They're already best friends. They're like, they're definitely just gonna get Makes married sense. and hook up. Yeah. But then one day, coming oh no. into town is a sexy white lumberman Ooh. named Jonathan Paul. Millerton. Paul Bunyan. Wait, what was his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Millerton. Millerton. Got it. Um... So uh, Dark Hawk is like, fuck this guy. And Anne is like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck I him. Don't you worry about guy. that. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, fuck this guy. And she's like, fuck, fuck this guy. guy. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so she falls in love with him. And Dark Hawk is pissed because he thought they were going to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just doesn't work out that way. And then like Jonathan's uh, like group of lumber people are coming through. And they're like trying to buy the land off the native tribe. But the native tribe doesn't want to sell and they start off being like very like nice about it, mm-hmm. but then apparently things turn troublesome pretty quickly. <laughs> and it ends with like a bunch of his lumber buddies. He says not him, but a bunch of his sure. lumber buddies like pretty much like destroying their whole village and like they waited till the men had gone and then they came in and they like raped all the Oh come women, on, white and people. And they like, like beat the shit out of them and stuff. And like Anne hears that this has happened and she goes to the tribal village like just in time to find Darkhawk's mom who was like mm. a little bit of second mom to herself. Yeah. Like pretty much bleed out and die in her arms. Oh, oh God. God. So Anna's like, oh, this is troublesome. And this starts the nightmares of Anne, like, watching a mother figure die in front of her. Oh, boy. She's suddenly like, oh, wait, this is very familiar to me. Trigger. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Um, So then we cut to, like, I don't know, a year later. And uh, Stella, her aunt, has passed away, I assume, from the poops. I don't know how else you die in this part of the country. The only reason. Um, so yeah, either, either white lumberman attack or the poops. So Aunt Stella dies and then John and Anne pretty quickly thereafter get married because she's like 17, 18, but she like needs someone to take care of her Mm because Stella's taking care of her her whole life. Yeah. So she gets married 
And John is like, great, well, we've fucked over everything we can in this area, so I'm going to go out at, like on, on a lumber mission on the lakes, which I was like, I don't know where there's lumber in a lake, but cool, bro, you do you. I'm yeah. going to have a lumber adventure. <laughs> yeah, pretty the much. The trees here will make beautiful houses. So he's like, I'm going to go off on this lumber adventure. You stay here. And she's like, okay. But now she's like been abandoned by her brand new husband. Yep. Her only mother figure has just died like pretty recently after the other mother figure in her life has died mm-hmm. in front of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she starts to like a little bit fall apart. Yeah. I, I, and get, she it. Starts, I get it. She starts to write in her diary all these things of like, like as if John is still there and Stella is still alive and living with them and they oh, have no. children. and the ch- So she writes She's in her like diary like all this her stuff life. that's happening. Oh, but you say that she happening. has a rich inner life. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> she really did. <laughs> um, so she's out there all by herself and she's starting to go a little crazy. Uh, but then things only get worse because then in starting sometime probably in the summer of um, 1829, so this is about a year after her husband's been gone, mm-hmm. um, dark... Uh, Hawk starts coming to visit and then oh. his visits turn violent and he starts like continually raping her. Oh like, boy. Like he just comes mm. to the house, takes what he wants because he's still pissed Yeah, because he yeah. blames the white man for destroying his tribe and he blames her for yeah. not loving him back. Oh. Yeah. That's not so how it works though, dude. Yeah. That's why I was like, we don't like him. Don't like him. No, yeah. we don't. But he's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a super villain name too, though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it is. Like it's either um, the moody, brooding superhero or a rapist, I guess. <laughs> and we got the rapist. So then, yeah, we got the rapist, unfortunately. <laughs> so then we cut to about a year later. So it was like a year of this systemic abuse. <sighs> and uh, so it's August of uh, 1830. Mm-hmm. And um, John's ship is supposed to be done with his lumber adventure and like check in a port, but it never does. Oh, So they're like, his ship is lost. She is like beside herself. She's created this whole like inner world to live with the fact that her life is garbage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Her old best friend is like raping her on the reg. And now the only other person she loves in her life is presumably dead. Dead. I'm just going to take a moment here to say it's a good thing that I didn't get to read your notes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I did try to warn you early. Yeah. Like, don't like him. <laughs> I was like, I see where you're going, and I'm going to stop you now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not go there. <laughs> yep. Um, so so she, uh, about a month after she hears this news, she can't deal with it anymore. She goes out to the shed, and she hangs herself from the rafters. Ooh. They find her body a couple of days later, and they pull her down, and they bury her. And then, like, a week later... John wanders into town. No. Like, oh. I just took a little extended side adventure off my lumber adventure, but now I'm home. Oh, I saw some like, trees, but then I saw other, other trees. trees. Different and I, trees. And I needed to know about these trees. Yeah. So he's like, holy shit. He had no idea. He's devastated that not only is she gone, his wife gone, but like it's kind of his fault because he didn't come back when he said he was going to come yeah, back. And you yeah. fucking idiot. And he didn't call or call. He didn't call he didn't her and send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> he didn't text her. He didn't send a note. Just one note. Just one note. Like just what an emoji. Like something. lumber world. Like, yeah. okay, he's still <laughs> yeah. adventuring. Lumber world. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so he's pretty upset. He's just missed the funeral. And he starts going out to like the shed where his where, where Anne killed herself. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that Anne's still there. 
Oh. And he starts like going out to visit her all the time. They go for walks together through the like forest that's around the property. Oh, God. They're just like still hanging out because she's still there and he can still see her. Mm. So much so that the town is like, yo, it's evil to talk to the dead. Like you're you're being blasphemous right now. So they the whole town like shuns him and he's like, oh. I don't care. I can still talk to my wife. He never moves. He oh. never remarries. And he dies on the property like in his 70s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they just so, have like nice couples walks around town, him and his ghost wife? Yeah. Around oh, the forest. They sweet. can't go into town. They're shunned. Oh, they are shunned. Oh, right. They are shunned. They walk They're about shunned. the lake. But and the, and, the, and the children are no, the, yeah, the children are told to avoid them. Yes. Yes. Um. So because the whole town knows he's out there hanging out with his dead wife all the time, the like paranormal society of the 1800s in rural Michigan. Fuck yeah, I'm about starts, it. Starts like investigating him. And Zach they start Baggins like watching grandpa. him. <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> they start watching him and like taking Jack notes Baggins. About, like, <laughs> yes, yield Zach Baggins. <laughs> um, about like they start like taking notes about like what he's doing and when they see her and they start to see her as well. And they're oh. like, oh no, he's legit just out for a walk with his wife. Oh God. Um, and then after he dies, they tried to uh, like tear down that shed. Yeah. And her ghost wouldn't let the shed be torn down. And then maybe five, 10 years after that, they were like searching through the shed more and they find her diary like walled up in the side of the shed oh. which is how they like have all this first-hand accounts of what was happening and the fact that she was like falling into madness yeah hmm. so so they're like oh this is why she started to go crazy her best friend started to like rape her on the regular and this is like what led to her Everything. eventual suicide Yeah, and she was living in made-up town so she she was a little bit able to be put to rest after that so mm -hmm. uh then she let them renovate the shed it's now an outhouse because <laughs> <he jokes>. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's still there and still an outhouse you can still poop in the in a land where many people have died due to poop <laughs> you guys this um, is amazing so they say so this where the property is now is backs up directly onto what is now the dice road cemetery but before it was the dice road cemetery it was an it was an indian burial ground nah it was like a sacred place to the native tribe. It's also where Anne and Dark Hawk used to play all the time as children. Oh. Um, so they think that that's part of the reason why she's still there. They say that if you go into the cemetery, it's like you might feel like an evil presence or you'll feel uneasy or you'll want to leave. You'll feel like you're about to get raped. Yeah, you'll feel not goodies. Yeah. Um, but if you see the ghost of Anne, which she doesn't show herself to very many people these days, but if you see the ghost of Anne, the evil feelings all go away and oh. you're like overcome with a sense of calm and peace. Oh. And apparently she's just like walking around smiling like she's happy now because her husband is with her Aww. and her story's been told. Yeah. Oh, everyone now in the history knows Darkhawk's a piece of shit. Yeah. So like she's kind of like, all right, well, I'm cool now. If you want to come hang out, I mean... You turn yeah. my shed into an outhouse, but, you know, but, hey, we man. can be friends. <laughs> we can be buddies and poops. <laughs> I got, yeah. Friends and I in got the after poops. So much of, I got so much of this information from local radio stations who oh, like, published yeah. stories about this. Really? And some gentleman named, like, Skippy or something <laughs> has made a bunch of movies about the hauntings of Dice Road. Oh, There's, like, literally nine of them. And Welcome if you click to on his website, Paranormal Society. <laughs> if you click on his website, it is only a store. There is no information, but you, Wait, can, buy you buy? Yeah, can buy the DVDs. 
You can buy the DVDs. <laughs> you don't need to know what it's about. Just buy the DVDs. And buy the DVDs. There's trailers for the DVDs. You can watch them. I watched them. They look pretty good. They seem to cover all the different hauntings throughout the nine movies. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, so that is my story of Haunted Dice Road. Yay! Came to us from which brings me to my beer. And in, in the land of the Rona, we have not ventured out for beer, so we're yep. recycling beer. That's yep. right. <laughs> so my beer is from Golden Road, because it's a road. Yeah. <laughs> so it's get up off of that brown. Um, yep. Because of all the poop that. <laughs> because of the poop. Oh, God, it was more topical than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's tickled. I know. I didn't do that on purpose, but it really, it I mean, really you know, works. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> He's so broken. He's like flailing about in my about, video feed. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm shocked the headphones have not come off of his head. <laughs> he loves poop. What can we oh say? My, oh, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Excellent. so the beer does not taste like poop. It tastes like a brown. It's very smooth. It's very it's easy good. drinking. It's a great beer. I love that beer. I enjoy it quite a bit. Is it's, it like five percent? Five point English style brown. Five point yeah. five percent. It's good. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with this English style ale yeah. or it's brown classic. Poops. Classic poop beer tastes classic. real good. Tastes yeah. good. All right, well, <laughs> hang around it. for a second. I'm gonna yell at you, and we're gonna tell you more stories. Hey everybody, it's your old pal engineer Bob. You know what I don't do? Eat my own turds. Hey, guess what? We're still looking for people to send in a bunch of great suggestions and stories and stuff like that. If you got a hometown haunt that you love, if you got a spooky story that you've lived through, you gotta send it to us. Boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, guess what else we're accepting? Your spooky spaghettis. So if you got a creepy story that you've written that is fictional, feel free. We'll read it on the show. But you know what? Just let us know that it's a spooky spaghetti before you do it. Hey, by the way, we've got a great Patreon. You're going to love it. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. And we'd like to thank our new subscribers, Alicia. Alexandra and Samantha, thank you so much for your support. When you got, when you go and sign up for our incredible show on the Patreon, you've got show sketches I do, audio episodes, video episodes, all new content just for you. Tons of fun all the time, every month. Also, feel free to follow us on all of your favorite social media websites. We've got a Twitter at Blues and Bruce. We've got a Facebook at Blues and Bruce. And we've got an Instagram at Blues and Bruce Podcast. That's it for me. Now back to the show. Done. Doing it. We did it. Welcome back. Why? To- <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't I don't know why. It sounded like you said why instead of hi. And we're back and I'm here to tell you about another road. Are we ready to yes. go down yeah. the road? More roads called Clinton Road. Clinton Road. Clinton Road. Clinton Road. Clinton Road. Hillary Clinton Road. Turn Got a bunch home. of pedophiles in a pizza parlor. <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's true. What about her emails? <laughs> Lock her up. Um. <laughs> Lock her up. Lock her up. Pizza parlors. <laughs> Lock her up. Pizza parlor. I'm a spit take. Clinton Foundation. Clinton Road. Bob almost take spit me take. Home. <laughs> How is that I'm Clinton done. I'm out. <laughs> take me home. Shit. Oh, we're going to hell. <laughs> um, so Clinton Road is located in the township of West Milford, New Jersey, uh, okay. which is located in the top middle part of New Jersey. That's in the county okay. of Greenbow. No, it's not. It's in the county of... Blah, blah, blah. That's I a didn't... Forrest Gump reference. 
Just for, tell your okay. story, asshole. <laughs> Silence. Um, it's a small little town of almost 26,000 people uh, that was first established all the way back in 1834. That's a good year. Okay. Um, yes, the town was started by, quote, disenchanted Dutch. <laughs> I thought you said disenchanted ducks. And I was like, is that whole town of ducks? I want Disenchanted. The previously magical Dutch people. <laughs> yeah. Disenchanted. <laughs> Stop playing Skyrim, you two. Fuck you! No! <laughs> when, when I was doing my research, one of the articles I was reading kept using the word estranged for the word strange as if they were, like, interchangeable. No! Those no. Are so they were like, and then estranged things started happening. Are th- do they are do they write with a Spanish accent? It is very I estranged. I, I definitely heard it like, and then estrange things. It's a very estrange. <laughs> It's Italian. That's a pizza hands. Um, so the yes, the town was started by disenchanted Dutch, not ducks, uh, from uh-huh. regular Milford, uh, which was later renamed Newark. There we go. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, I've heard Most of that. Most people are disenchanted with Newark. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so given the quaintness of the area with its various forests and lakes, uh, the area was known for its resorts uh, back in the day. After WW2, mm-hmm. uh, the area moved away from those part-time resorty residents and uh, moved to year-round folk who made the conscious choice to live in New Jersey. Gross. So, yeah. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so West Milford's claims to fame include, one, being Cecil B. DeMille's summer residence. Okay. okay great. Uh, We're already two, starting pretty low on the claim to fame list. Uh, it gets, Somebody had a summer home here. It I mean, gets, they used to have magical ducks, but yeah. no more. Yeah. But it gets better. It is also the home of Jimmy, oh, sorry, Jerry Goodfellow, a white German shepherd dog and senior member of the New Jersey Search and Rescue who was inducted into the Animal Hall of Fame in 2009. Oh, good boy. Famous. Good you know boy. What? I'd put that above Cecil B. DeMille. I like yep, a good yep. dog. <laughs> um, it is also the uh, former, the home of the former Jungle Habitat, which was a wildlife theme park opened by Warner Brothers in 1972. Warner oh Brothers God. owned a animal theme park in Jersey? Correct. Not I would not have like predicted that. Libs, but the what? It sounds like a Mad Libs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, however, the uh, jungle habitat did not last long, four years to be exact, because what happened was uh, shortly after opening, a woman being driven through the safari, because it is an animal theme Got park, eaten. so they have, was attacked by a lion. Ooh, yeah. a lion. Um, and there were also oh reports my. of dangerous animals just escaping into the oh, yeah. town and nearby forests. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys watching Tiger King on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, shockingly, four years later, when Warner Brothers is like, hey, we want to expand it and make it into like a full fledged amusement park, the no, town of West no. Milford said, yeah. no thanks. We're not no, having no, that thank one. You. And Warner Brothers <laughs> abruptly closed uh, the park in 1976. But do not worry about all of the uh, animals that were uh, in the jungle habitat. The nearby Great Adventure Park in Jackson Township took them. So oh, good. they were not let okay, out they to had pasture some... and shot. And like, like oh, you it. don't want us to expand? Fine, fuck you. And they just opened the cages and let them out into New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. That and would make New Jersey a much more exciting place to be. Yeah, that's where Will the Jersey you... Devil came from. Yeah. Yes. 
Um. So, but the town- the Jersey Devil is more of a bunch of lions and tigers. <laughs> it's a Jersey. It's monkey? like a rat king made out of tigers. <laughs> That's um, terrifying. That is uh, the most awful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a great thing. Uh, but the town's biggest claim to fame is Clinton Road, a 10-mile stretch of scenic scenery. Uh, that gives Scenic us, scenery. Yeah, that gives us everything <laughs> from... Well, there's nothing around. It's like a 10-mile road through the fucking forest. Scenic, scenic scenery. scenery. Yeah, I yeah, get it. Scenic yeah, scenic scenery. Yeah, very funny. I say it, and you immediately see it in your mind's eye. I do. Um, it gives us I'm every, still seeing the tiger rat game. <laughs> <true>. Yeah. <laughs> That's taken over most of my, my brain cycles at this Here, point. Think of the rat king tiger on a bike driving through the scenic scenery. Here we go. time. Jingling like that scene back. in the fucking Muppets where Kermit and yes. all of his buddies yep. are going, only it's a mass of tigers. <laughs> yes. There you go. Hungry for it. human flesh. Uh, He's got a taste for mammal blood. <laughs> uh, but this road gives us everything from creepy castles to satanic worshiping. Oh, shit. Um, and to maybe some relatives of those who escaped animals from the jungle habitat. This uh, road has Everything. Everything. It's got <laughs> this road has everything. Everything. It's Tiger King, Rat Kings. Creepy Tiger cats. King, Rat Kings. Riding scenic bikes. scenery. Scenic scenery. <laughs> Creepy castles. Satan Pedophile worshiping. pizza parlors. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you have to do the cover. Of the I face. put my hands over my face. It um, was very authentic, people. <laughs> yes. Um, but the road also has ghosts good yeah ghosts. so yes this that's is, what i tune into this or here podcast for well is this not a podcast about tigers because i would listen to that podcast that's <laughs> our that's our spin-off series yeah called uh tigers and tea t- t- titties called, yeah. titties i was going there but then i was like no feminism. tits and tigers tits and, <laughs> tits and no. tigers. titties and tigers <laughs> why not tea you guys tea smooth move <laughs> No? No. Fine. Shits and tigers? Shit. <laughs> Doesn't track. It's got to be labia and lions. Trappists and tigers. Labias so you can still... and lions. Labias and lions. Wait, labias and ligers. That's better. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The only thing I that came to mind now was muffs and mandrills. <laughs> muffs and mandrills. That's more of a monkey-themed mm. podcast, though. It's like cats and clits. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Clits and cackerels. <laughs> possibilities are endless. No. Um, so this uh, stretch of road is probably haunted due to there have been a number of tragic accidents that have occurred. And who knows, maybe some of the satanic worship has also uh, bringed some of those uh, ghost bubbles to the surface. Servals uh-huh. and uh-huh. cervezas. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I gave also him an lots angry and ovaries. Point. You what? You stop. Now you get angry finger point. <laughs> Computer screen. Wait, what did you say? I said ocelots and ovaries. Oh, fuck, it's so good! It's so good and I missed it the first time! God damn it! It's okay, we went back for it. Okay, good. Uh, So anyway, Clinton Rhodes' most well-known ghost is that of the ghost boy. Clever name. The ghost boy. Ghost boy. Uh, He was uh, dead, thankfully dead, hence the ghost. Uh, (laughs) He's a live ghost. He's a live ghost. very rare. Super weird. Uh, No, a dead young boy who lives forever under a bridge and tosses back coins after you throw them uh, into the water at him. So oh, the that's story, metal as shit. So the story oh. goes is that... No he, wish for you, fucko! Here's your fucking snickle back! <laughs> I 
can't you use want your wish to come true? It's gonna be a quarter at least, asshole. Oh my god. And that's the origin of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Chad uh, Kroger went to Jersey. It's a little Canadian Visits boy. Visits New Jersey. A little Canadian boy. Uh, the story is supposedly that the, the little boy was riding his bike along the road when he was struck by a drunk driver, fell off his bike into the water below where he drowned it. Oh, um, I love the idea that like the, the car didn't kill him, that like he got hit by the car, bounced a few feet, then fell in the water and the water got him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been fine if it weren't for that damn water. Yep. Uh, so some of the stories, uh, courtesy of Weird New Jersey, which is where all of my stories this week comes from. So thank you. Uh, are pretty, pretty spoopy. Um, so one woman, her name is Dina, and her friends decided to test the coin theory. So they went to the bridge, <laughs> threw a quarter off. Cool. Okay. Uh, about a minute later, they hear another bloop. Like another quarter was thrown into the water. Then they see the water fill with ripples and a child's reflection appeared. Whoa. Uh, Commence freaking out, which they did. They skadoodled very quickly back to their car. It's like finding a coin on a bridge and hearing a child laughing that there's no child around. Oh my God, that was terrifying. Not that that's ever happened to the three of us. Uh, Another visitor and his friend were on their way to see a movie when they decided to stop on the bridge and give the old quarter toss a try. Okay. As you do. As As you do. Apparently, people will travel to Clinton Road to do things like this. Like, oh, hey, check this out. This is a haunted road. Let's like just go drive through a quarter, see what happens. I do have a question. Yes, ma'am. What happens if you piss off this bridge? Ooh, you know what? No stories have been told. You want to go to Jersey and find out? It just comes back at you. Just, just comes straight back at you. Golden, that would be my guess. The golden shower into your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they, this is Ray J's favorite bridge. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my. You know what? That's a good joke, and I, I stand, stand by it. it. You shouldn't. So the two men threw the quarter uh, into the water. Nothing happened, and they drove away. On their way home after the movie, they took Clinton Road back home as well, and they went over the bridge again and stopped because one of the guys wanted to point out the name of the dead kid, which had been spray painted Mm. on the side of the bridge. So as they are driving by like super slow style, they say, oh, yeah, that's the boy's name. Let's call him Bill. And they say as they say, yeah, Bill. Bill Clinton. Yes, Bill Clinton (laughs) on Clinton Road. Um, As they were saying his name, a quarter is thrown hard at their car. A, a oh, quarter no. hit them in the nuts. Like a quarter bounced off their window. Shattered the hard. windshield. I Shatter. wish. <laughs> no. But then they were like, nope. And they also skadoodled off. They uh, noped out. Very yeah. quickly. Yes. Um, so in addition to the ghost boy, there is also the ghost car that drives along the road as well. It's a late, uh, in the late 1980s, a girl was driving her Chevy Camaro too fast, too furious. Down too this fast. Road. Too fast and too furious. With Tyrese Gibson. Yes, down the road um, when she lost control at what is called Dangerous Curve for a reason. Dangerous <laughs> Curve? Yes. That's um, the best, th- not Dead Man's Curve. Dangerous nope, Curve. That's a novelty road sign, like Dangerous Curves. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of my like lady dance troupe. Literally. I was going to say, that gonna say that's like a that's like a uh, uh, dete- like a sex detective novel. D- yes. Dangerous sex curves. curves. A sex detective. <laughs> Her name is Tara Titties, and she's a sex detective. Sex, sex detective. Tara Titties' first book, Ocelots and Ovaries. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the Dangerous Curves series. Yes. <laughs> First in the Dangerous Curves series. I'd- Sue Grafton's Dangerous Curves series. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Weiner brings you Dangerous Curves. <laughs> No, so she lost control at Dangerous Curve, <laughs> slammed into the cement drive, uh, divider, and was killed instantly. Uh, the story goes that if you are driving down the road past Dangerous Curve and somebody is telling you the story of the accident, mm-hmm. you will see a blue Chevy Camaro appear in your windshield. Oh, very spooky. So, and that's exactly what happened to Mike and Vinny, the most Jersey names yeah. ever. Mike and Vinny. <laughs> so Mikey and Vinny, uh, the story goes that they were telling the story. Mike and Vinny Bartolucci. <laughs> you know the Bartolucci kids. Yeah. They uh, were telling the story. They saw headlights in the uh, in their uh, rearview mirror. And Titties. they were, and when the car <laughs> passed by, it was a blue Camaro. Yay. Yay. So, <laughs> theory sticks. Um, we even got ghosts of park rangers. Now, this is not on the road itself. It's road adjacent. Okay. Um, because there are trails that go off of the uh, road where you can go camping. Because, again, Roads are like trails. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, a group of young peoples were camping um, off of Clinton Road when around <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, they were approached by two park rangers who noticed their campfire. Uh, the campers asked if they'll be okay, if their cars will be okay, if they're going to get a ticket because they were worried about the fires. They were worried about you young people drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like, hey, man, it's totally cool, right? Like, right. just leave our cars. And the park rangers assured them, no, no, you're fine. We're not going to ticket you tonight, but just be careful. And the park rangers left. The next okay. morning, the group of campers went back to their cars and they found tickets. Um, they were in the process of being ticketed by the local police. They were like, but you told me you were going to ticket me. Exactly. Dude, you made a promise. They were like, hey, man, you totally promised the Rangers last night said we weren't going to be ticketed. The cops stop in their tracks and they go, what Rangers? Oh, um, ghost ranger. There are no rangers that have patrolled the woods, but the two rangers you described and saw were two rangers killed on patrol in 1939. 39? 39. Wow. Yeah. And when was this story, when in did this the, happen? In the 70s. Okay. Now, are, do we think that these are cool, nice rangers who are like, don't worry, man, nobody's going to give you yeah, a ticket? Man. Or they're like, nah, jackass, park your shit there, nobody's going to give you a ticket, and then Winky like elbowing wink. each other all the way back into the forest. Well, what kind of people def- are these ranger ghosts? Well, here, you think rangers. about it. 1930. They're, they're what? Night rangers. They're night rangers. Night rangers. <laughs> night rangers. Is that, is that the, what's, motoring, what's your, <laughs> well, did Mr. Ren. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, Sister Christian. Sister there Christian. it is. I couldn't remember and the And I couldn't stop laughing at my own terrible joke. <laughs> You're having a good time. Sister Christian, you won't get a ticket. Uh, So finally, we'll end with uh, the story related to the Iceman, Richard Kuklinski, one of the... the Iceman? Yeah. Val Kilmer. He, uh, not that Iceman. Well, 
That's the only Richard one I care about. Kuklinski, I think that's how I, it's a Polish last name. I'm, gonna, sure. I'm going with it. You're allowed to do a makeup he, because you're part Polish. Thank you. He is Richard Kozalewski. <laughs> mob's most notorious uh, serial killer. He murdered like hundreds of men for the mob. Really? He's known is as this the, that guy who used to like feed them to rats? He like trained a cave full of rats to eat his dead bodies for him. Maybe. I don't know. He was called the Iceman because many of yeah, his victims. It is this guy. Were how do you know about this guy? The last crime. podcast on the left. Oh, okay. That's horrifying. Well, and he also yeah, it's would terrible. He would also freeze the um, victims, so that way you can never tell when they were actually killed. Mm. Yeah, and then he would because he their like bodies. he talked later in life. Yeah, so he, they like know what he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was eventually caught, and he. He sang like a bird. Mm. Um, but anyway, so in like, you were like, how do you know about this serial killer? I'm like, have you met me? Do you yeah, not I'm, know her? Sorry, I should have guessed. <laughs> uh, so in uh, 1983, which was maybe the best year ever. Um, super good year. Super good year. Uh, a young man was riding his bike along the road when he noticed vultures flying in the woods overhead. Oh, shit. And yeah. of course, being any normal white person, instead of being like, that's not normal. I'm going to ride away. He goes, I'm going to investigate. So Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, this is the start of every good horror movie. Yeah. So he hops off his I'll bike. I'll be right back. <laughs> so he. Thank hops- God I had sex with my hot girlfriend last night. <laughs> For the first, For the first time, time ever. <laughs> um, so he hops off his bike. He follows the vultures and he comes across a bag in the middle of the forest. And again, being like. I probably know what's in there. He goes, well, what's inside? And he what's opens in the up, bag. It's a fucking head. Oh, it was it's Gwyneth not, Paltrow's head. It was Gwyneth Paltrow's head. <laughs> uh, so he freaks out, calls the cops. Um, the cops come and they eventually do find the head. They do find the rest of the body. And they had found ice crystals had formed around the heart of the victim because he had been frozen previously. Oh, um, and they did determine that the body was a victim of the Iceman. Um, and speaking of body bags, there's even uh, some weird paranormal experiences involving said body bag. Um, yeah. Sometimes you will find you will come across a body bag in the middle of the road as you're driving. Uh, a man named Bob uh, came across the bag. So he was driving along. Saw yeah, this it, happened stopped. to me. I was driving along. I saw it. You stopped. I stopped. You noticed blood. I noticed a bunch of blood out of the bag. You freaked out. I freaked the fuck out. Backpedaled and went to the cops. Backpedal went to the cops. But when the cops guess went, what? No bag. Exactly. <laughs> there was no bag, no blood, no nothing. Um, but oh yeah. man, I was right there with you. I was on the edge of my seat. Really? The whole time. <laughs> What's going to happen next, Bob? You bought the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge of it. Um, so if you are interested in um, more funness with Clinton Road, uh, please go to your Amazon Prime and watch the movie Clinton Road starring Ice-T. Uh, it is an hour and no shit. 17 minutes long of utter garbage directed by Richard Grieco of 1980s okay. modeling fame. Really? Yep. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to be like directed by Alan Smithy. I'm like, oh, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> no, it's just as good. Um, but yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, it is free on Prime. And that, my friends, is the story of Clinton Road. Which that's brings creepy. me to my bear, which is uh, called Traveling Light because that's what go. the campers do. Um, it's golden ale, and again, that was a very deep pull from my refrigerator, and I was like, for the 
for the pee, you pee off the bridge. Yes, there you go. And it's a golden ale. There so you go. like a golden shower. shower. Yeah. Yep, we, we all got, got there. We all we got, got there. Um, well, poop beer from, and a pee beer. Yeah. It's from Left Hand Brewery. Um, it is, which is in Longmont, Colorado. It's 4.8%, 22 eboos. Um, it's not bad. It's I, like you a, know what? I've been drinking it here and I've enjoyed it. It's it's very simple. It's kind of, sort of beer flavored beer with a little extra wang to it. I kind of like extra. it goodness to it mm. so i give it two mm. thumbs up again for the second time. yeah there well, you go this is the part of the show where your old pal bob gets to pick a winner guess what i like ghosts who are nice when you're in a burial mound they say hey quit feeling so creepy because i'm a nice ghost you know what else i like ghost camaros that shit kicks ass that is it radical does. you know what else i like ghosts that are in love oh, so no. sweet so very very sweet i also oh. like haunted body bags and uh uh, 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 tiger people. rat kings that are on bicycles, <laughs> but that fucking radio story freaked me out. Oh, Vanessa wow. wins. I thought it was gonna be the poops. I was like, no, this is too much poop. I do love. I look, I do love Poop Town, and that put an extra little spin on the, a little extra flavor on it. But that fucking radio shit freaked me out. I did think I was gonna win for all of the poop jokes you got to make, <laughs> but I'll take it for the creepy radio. Yay. I'll take it for the poltergeist of pomeranian house or whatever yeah right? <laughs> thank you very much well thank you that's yeah thank, that's been the show yeah that's we did it. it we Thanks did it we did listening. telecommuting not too bad yeah yeah so uh thank you for uh listening come back next week where there yeah. will be uh more booze and more brews and until then cheers, cheers. <laughs> oh god <laughs>